Hello, welcome to the Ocean Man Games Club podcast. I am your host, Fred Edison, and my hands are cupping my boobies right now as I am in the garage freezing my titties off. I don't know why it's so cold today. I, I know I mentioned the cold a lot on recent shows. It is a constant factor in the garage here. Um, I did have the space heater on to try to keep me warm, but between the dead spider on the microphone cover and forgetting to turn that off a couple of times... Uh, it has been a struggle. Anyway, I am here today to talk to you about the, I guess, furry brawler Fight and Rage by Seba, Seba Games Dev or, or something. I know it's Seba because uh, the, the skate company or whatever, however you say it, S-E-B-A, uh, the skate company reminded me of it to remember. But at the end of the day, the the... The game developer is one guy, and then one guy did the music. So that in and of itself is incredibly impressive, because Fight and Rage is a incredibly good brawler, and it is jam-packed with shit. So um, let's just get that out of the way from the beginning. Usually uh, brawlers kind of have that caveat. Hey, if you smash through this fucking thing, it's going to take like an hour. So after you play it a few times... You're done, unless you really love brawlers. So, with that in mind, uh, not the case with Fight and Rage. Uh, there is a ton of shit you can unlock. All sorts of costumes and crap by playing the game. You get coins for your score. So, like, in normal mode, every 800 points, I think you get a coin. So, that right there is not only a good way to kind of dole out content by replaying the game... But it also uh, makes me feel like a winner even when I'm a loser, which I lost a lot because fight and rage is kind of hard. Um, that's, you know, sometimes the downside of the one-man dev team is that there's a lot of... There's nobody to tell you no on some of your ideas. Like, no one to tell you that your main character that just looks like my from May, I don't know, whatever, from uh, Final Fight... Not Final Fight, Jesus Christ. Uh, Fatal Fury, King of Fighters, whatever. As various SMK fighters. There you go. The the cold is icing up my fucking brain, I guess. Anyway, uh, is that sometimes you don't have people to tell you no. So when your main character looks like Mai from various SMK games again, uh, you know... No one says that you don't actually have to follow through with the best animation in the entire game being the main character. Well, there's three of them, but whatever. That's the one it defaults to. Uh, her boobs bouncing so much in her idle animation that they actually obscure the outline of her chin. I, I, I looked really close. For research purposes only, I promise. Um, I know that sounds like bullshit, but come on. We have the internet now. If anybody is really, really, I mean, we've had the internet forever, man. If you're really getting off to animated 16-bit era looking fucking titties in a game whose color scheme looks like the dirty carpet in an old bowling alley, then... You know, fuck, you're a creep. You're perfect for this show. Anyway, uh, no, we're not. 
that kind of creeps around here. Just weirdos. Anyway, the so with that said, you also get a little bit of other weirdness in the game. Uh, weird difficulty spikes kind of all around. Um, kind of a like I mentioned, a harder difficulty than kind of usual with brawlers, which is fine. You can unlock an easy mode like right away, but. There's also the issue of, like, I mean, I'll be honest, the the guy who made the game, his name escapes me, we'll call him Seba, uh, is that I, he made an incredible game. Fight and Rage is fun as shit. It's so fun, but, like, everything about the guy's sensibilities is, like, the opposite of mine. Like, you are literally playing as either... My from SNK Fighters, a ninja guy, and a giant uh, anthropomorphic. Is that, is that that? I feel like anthropomorphic is like if I have a rock that looks like a human or a human rock, like never ending story or something. But uh, he's a he's a bull. Anyway, uh, a lot of anyways today, I guess. Now you have the three characters, but. Their people and the whole storyline has something to do with furries genociding people, I guess. Because every enemy you fight is like an a animal. And, uh, you know, some of the designs are awesome. There's like uh, flies wearing boxing gloves that are sick. And there's some rats that uh, they're like 80s punk rock rats. Like, they look exactly like... The guys in the scene in Terminator where Arnold steals the leather jacket. They look like that kind of like 80s punk. And I mean, if we're being honest, basically all of the all of the the enemies look like. Man, this is kind of damning with faint praise, but they sort of look like uh, rejected Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles figures. But like the shitty ones that weren't even based on like uh any any characters from the comics or even the tv show like when they were just like kind of went off road and at the very end and you got some really weird characters like that dalmatian one fuck that thing's fucking weird anyway uh so again enemies are furries you're smashing on furries everything except for furries except for the ladies wearing like greek fisherman hats which i guess they're not Greek fisherman hats and being nice. I think they're, I think that they are fetish. Yeah, they're like leather daddy hats, right? They're so like ladies wearing leather daddy hats with whips, and then a shitload of castoffs from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So your your rogues gallery is a little strange. Oh, there's Nazi looking cats. That's odd. Yeah, the the people genocide. Wow, it's dawning on me right now. Maybe I needed to pay more attention to the story, but yeah, Nazi cats genociding people. Weird dynamic there. Beating up furries, but furries are trying to gen... I don't know. Does it... I can't... Does the guy who made this game hate furries or love furries? Because I kind of felt like he loves furries because, like, they... Anyway, we're going to move on from all that. And we'll focus more on the actual experience of playing the game, what we're usually here for. Anyway, uh, Fight and Rage, despite all of that shit that I just laid on you, is fucking awesome. 
It is the best. It is... Okay, the best is maybe a little bit hyperbolic, but it fucking rules. It is so fast. And I... I'm sure there will be somebody who will take umbrage with this comparison, but I, I gotta say, the fairest comparison for me with the game is that Fighting Rage feels almost like the virtual fighter of brawlers. It's you have your jump, your attack, and your special button, that's that. Special meter reloads constantly and you can also sacrifice health for that. You press back like Street Fighter to block. And you can also um, parry if you time your attacks correctly. Now, the thing is, is that the gameplay, and I think I made this comparison before, but it, it's most after this time. So the other ones, fuck that. I was an idiot. Pretend it didn't happen. Um, this is the one that is applicable here in this situation. But that is that the combat makes me feel... It is reminiscent of Devil May Cry in a way. And that Devil May Cry, I feel like when I see people who are actually good at the game playing online with a grain of salt, I haven't played five yet. I bought a copy. I'm actually thinking about playing it because I bought a copy a long time ago and now I feel a weird obligation to, to play it at least for a while because I spent the money on it. And I did enjoy three, but that was like a long time ago. Anyway... The combat feels very much like what I've seen high-level players do in Devil May Cry 3. Is It's a lot about juggling. And especially if you're playing solo, which is my preferred way to play brawlers like a fucking weirdo. But the game is definitely balanced for playing with multiple people. So when you're playing solo, you have to be incredibly aggressive. But the game just rewards aggressive play to begin with because your special can act as a cancel and it can be an it can be a aerial cancel um and it, since you can cancel anywhere and you can parry if you time it correctly you're you're constantly rewarded for going on the offense just because you can counter so much and your enemies tend to do a lot of damage unless you're playing as ricardo the bull i think his name i don't remember oh which by the way that that reminds me a little caveat uh just caveat a little side sidebar is that the game does something really cool that i haven't seen a lot of brawlers do which is that if you're playing the game with one character and you quit out of the game it'll save your progress now if you play as another character you can continue playing and if you go back to play as your original character from the game that you quit you can actually resume where you left off on that one without actually having to select save files and stuff. Pretty cool. Uh, not a huge deal. And actually, maybe not even that necessary because you're not leveling up your guy RPG style at all. But still a cool feature. Anyway, uh, so with the combat, you're wanting to juggle a lot and you're wanting to be very highly, highly offensive. Now... The interesting thing is that the game, I, I feel like rarely are you playing a brawler that is so interested in having you jump a lot and really just a lot of the combat occurring in the air. A lot of the enemies have, you know, dedicated anti-air attacks, which is interesting, and they attack through the air. There's a lot more... 
of the it feel it felt like the the computer the computer the 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 enemies would end up parrying you more in the air than anything else so you have air parries and you have special cancels in the air which is pretty awesome and then on top of this you can if you attack an enemy with an aerial attack like a kick you can actually bounce that off into another enemy, but you can also do it in a different direction. So if you can kind of get your spacing correctly, you can jump up and actually bounce from enemy to enemy kind of all over the screen. And if you if you utilize your specials correctly, because there's a number of specials for each character, if you get your motion correctly, or your motion, your spacing, and your attacks correct in the right motions which still sounds wrong even though i'm saying it weird like that if you get it all if you can if you nail it you can really you can clear a whole screen with barely touching the ground and you can even you know can't you air cancel attack them all the way to the ground push them across the screen and then if you time it correctly when they have the recoil animation you can even get on the other side of them and start the whole process over by changing the direction that you're moving them. So in that recoil animation, you can spin them around and start that entirely. They'll then you you can basically it starts from that recoil like over and not not like a boomerang. I, I feel like that's describing it wrong, but also boomerang is. A weapon in the game which there aren't a lot of weapons it didn't feel like but there was a wide variety when you did see them so that was cool but you so you, you can move them around and you can really most of the enemies it felt like other than the the bosses that then get repurposed to you know later on down the line like most brothers into standard enemies you there's a huge huge variety of options available to you that the bosses and then the repurposed bosses they tend to have quicker reset animations that sort of thing or reset times on their animations and attack patterns so you don't have quite as many options with juggling them but still pretty pretty awesome and it ends up becoming very very engaging because you know you you can play it almost on rhythm like i don't know if you've ever played someone who's like good at fighting games at soul caliber but they don't know how to play soul caliber occasionally someone will kind of you'll stumble upon the the, the rhythm of the character whereas if you if you switch up your attacks enough and you play with the right rhythm to the attacks, you can kind of chain a lot of things together in really, really impressive combos without really knowing much of anything other than just kind of how the basic attacks work. There you go. I guess it's not Virtual Fighter or Soul Calibur. But, I mean, Virtual Fighter, you can do it the same way. Now, that obviously... Really high-level players in Virtual Fighter are going to smash the ever-living dog shit out of you if you decide, Ooh, I'm playing this like a rhythm action game. But the point is is that if you're playing with a, with a group of people, 
Soul Calibur is probably one you're more likely to have played, but Virtual Fighter you can do it too. As long as someone's skill level is kind of similar, you can really get a lot out of just that kind of playing with the momentum of the character. And Fight and Rage ends up playing that same way. It's very, it's very, very empowering, and it's very, very easy to feel like a badass when you're playing it because I, I say if you get the timing right, but it's not like I'm some incredible player. It just happened that you would get these incredible juggles and they were very easily repeatable and not going to lie. It definitely felt good to, to, to smash those animal fuckers. I don't know, <laughs> but it just, it's, it's so, it's a very fun game and everything about it is it's, it feels like it's made by someone who loves the genre and is making exactly the game that they want to make. And that can, all, of course, be good and bad. But in this case, it is so... The highs are so high that as long as you don't have, like, a wife or an uptight girlfriend that's going to, like, roll in and see them titties bouncing everywhere, uh, you're, you know, you're probably going to have a pretty good time. There also the game is rated teen and there's a nipple in it. There's a full on nipple. Just saying. Sixteen bit style style art, murky murky art, but you can see that titty nipple. You can see that nipple so good. He put it in there. I don't know how they got away with the nipple in the teen rated game, but it felt like when you first see the nipples in Titanic, oh my god. It felt like seeing a seeing a white whale. White whale titties. 